Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. And when someone gets lazy and doesn't want to have to struggle anymore, it's your job as a manager to make sure they keep going. It's not your job as a manager to rescue them from their discomfort. It's your job to grab them by the scruff of their neck and saying, this is life. Get in there. But it's your job to not help them. Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. We spent the last two episodes looking at how the questions we ask when we experience a problem can often just be excuses, and how we can instead turn the mirror on ourselves to find real solutions through radical honesty. But it's not easy. In fact, it can be downright uncomfortable most of the time. But it is necessary if you want to evolve as a person, at least. Today you're going to learn how you can apply this as a manager of others and yourself, including a brief discussion on the origin of all mediocrity in the world and how you might be enabling it. I offer weekly member webcasts, online courses, and mentorship at clearandopen.com because it's my truth that with the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems holding them back in business. And I share parts of these webcasts and courses on this show because I want to help you too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, all you have to do is open the podcast app, view the full description of this episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review for the show. Thanks so much for listening. Let's start the show. Okay, so we should go back to uh, Greystone's question. <laughs> now that Tanya's been sufficiently heated up in the hot seat, thank you. For- <laughs> well, now that she got into it, I'm a little interested too in that that fine line between making yourself available as a manager and having a. I don't. I don't have an open door policy. I don't want to have an open door policy. If you need Good. my time appointment. But I do have a hard time if somebody calls me and needs my help. Where is that line between figure it out yourself, what have you done, and stepping in and helping? That's a great question. Well, I mean, it's the first thing I would say is to ask the question, should they have needed your help? Is the question reasonable? Okay. First filter I would run it through. Yeah. You all have the experience. I know you do. An employee asks a question and your first reaction is, they know better. They don't need to be asking me this, right? How often does that happen? Right? Yeah. You, you are, I don't have to tell you how to assess that. You already do it. So then let's say you assess they know better. What do you do? Not what should you do. What do you do now? It depends. Um kind of on whether I'm succumbing to my discomfort and telling them no or not. Sometimes I'll take the the mindset, which I acknowledge is the wrong one of, it's quicker if I just answer, if I just do it for them. Then I've been doing much better lately, I think, of do you really need my help on this? Um, or I've shown you already what part of it is difficult for you. Mm-hmm. And if they have a valid answer to that, if I recognize I didn't show something correctly, I can go back and review it with them or make a time to review it if it's going to take a while. Mm-hmm. Good. So uh, you already know the answer to this question, it sounds like. 
So the, the Maybe act, I, I think you had a different question. See, the, here's what I'm intuiting. You asked, what do I do? Or, you know, how do I find this line? But that is... I didn't is, say, how do I find this line? I said, I have trouble with that line. Ah, yes. Very good. Thank you for correcting me. Yes. <laughs> so one of my martial arts teachers, Peter Ralston, who's an incredibly eccentric and, and amazing guy, one of the greatest martial artists on the planet alive today. When people would ask him questions like that, he, you know, he'd say, uh, Peter, you know, I'm trying this movement and, you know, my foot keeps going here and, you know, and, and you know, what do I do? And he would just say, work it out. Because the question you're asking, you already know where to put your foot and you already know the movement and you're saying, I'm having trouble. Uh huh. You're having trouble. So what do you do about that? You fix it. <laughs> Practice, work it out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I could give you some, well, like, you know, tips and tricks about that. Like, for example, questions only. Make a game out of the first three things that you say to an employee have to be questions. I had a client once who uh, I found, like, I realized that I was in a cycle of he was getting me to tell him what he should do and then not doing it. Again and again and again and again. So I told him, I, I hold a, held up a mirror. I said, hey, we're in a codependent cycle here. Check it out. You, you come like you don't know what to do, which is not true. And then I come to the rescue, because that's what I did with my mother, and give you things to do. And then you don't do it. And then we repeat the whole cycle again. So I'm going to help us break that cycle. Okay? And he said, yeah, that sounds good. How are we going to do that? I'm only going to ask questions. Only 60 minutes at a time, questions only. Did that for about three or four months. Made him kind of crazy. I imagine. But it worked. Because yeah. he, start, he started to look, he had to deal with this part of him that was pretending he didn't know, didn't trust himself, so would trust another. And then Realizing he needed to trust himself would push back against the other and resist it. Which is, if, if you know the Enneagram is a common Enneagram six pattern, if anybody cares. So practice. Yeah. If, you, if you have a more specific question, like, well, when they do this, then I don't know, then, you know. Well, I have a very specific example from about an hour ago. Um, kind of a, a small thing, a small failure on my part in, in handling this correctly, I think. Got a call from an employee. They have a, a form to fill out for this or that, whatever, doesn't matter. And I look at it, I think it's very simple and straightforward. You follow the instructions, you push the buttons, you finish and call it, call it a day. It was on a very tight deadline, though. So she calls and says, hey, I am confused by this form. I, I don't know how to how to read it and i was busy with three other things and didn't feel like explaining to her so i did it for her okay was that the right thing in your opinion no it wasn't what i wanted to do but was uncomfortable doing and didn't do i guess is i wanted to tell her look it's very simple read the instructions and just do it you don't need me for this and you Um, think that would have been better I'm concerned doing that. Yes. Yes, I think it would have been better. My concern on it was that what if she really doesn't understand it and she fills it out wrong? It's an important form. Yeah, that's the risk you run. 
So what was the tip I just suggested a couple minutes ago? Only ask questions. And what did you do? What are you saying was the better thing to do here? What I should have said is I should have asked her, um, have you read the instructions? Do you understand the form? Or if I want to get more specific and actually help her even just what part of it is, is confusing. Yes. So this is a simple but not easy thing. Yeah, I make it look really easy how I ask questions because there are very few things I would say I'm an expert in, but asking questions is one of them. It's skill. It really is a skill because we're conditioned when someone asks a question, we want to give an answer. Someone mm-hmm. goes, blah, 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 blah. And we want to go, no, 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 no. Right? There's an up energy and we want to go down. Right? This is very difficult when someone goes, no, 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 no. For you to respond, no, 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 no. And it, for to keep going up, that breaks an energetic pattern that's really deep in us. Have we ever played the question game? The question we game. We played that. Questions only. It's a comedy improv game. That's a great way to learn it. Right? And that's really, in these situations, the only thing that will work. Right? So let's role play. You be the employee. And they say something about their they have confusion, right? Go ahead, give me the first thing, and I'll play you. Okay. Um, I tried filling out this form that you gave me, but it doesn't seem to be uh, tallying up correctly. How is it not tallying up correctly? Well, at the bottom, it should be this one number, and I'm getting another. Oh, why do you think? Why do you think that is? Because I did something wrong. Maybe I don't know how to do it. Can you help? Oh, yeah, I am helping. What do you think you might have done wrong? (laughs) I don't know. If I wasn't here to help you, what would you do? Submitted how it is and get it wrong. And what would the impact of that be? In this particular case, it's the open enrollment stuff. I, I wouldn't be insured. Oh, is that important? Yeah, absolutely. So are you saying you don't want to get the form wrong? Yeah. Okay, so what do you think you should do? Get a rate. Okay, <laughs> how do you do that? I don't know. Well, if I were to offer you a million dollars to get the form right, what would you do? Try it again. Okay. Do you want to do that? Okay. Okay, let me know if you need any more help. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, what do you hear? I hear that you think I have the ability to do it and I'm just not focusing on it or not trying hard enough. Yeah, if that's the case, like if someone really doesn't know something, they're going to have a really specific question. Another way of saying this is you want to set conditions such that people bring questions to you that come from where they're at the end of their rope. And you can feel and discern the difference. You know, someone who says, who said, Hey, I've been working with this form. I've done it three times. I first, I thought the problem was this. Then I thought the problem was this. And I tried this and I tried that. And I'm completely clueless. I, I can't do this without you. That would be a very different question than how you mocked brought it, right? Because mm-hmm. you brought it revealed that they just, you know, got lazy and didn't want to have to struggle anymore. 
And when someone gets lazy and doesn't want to have to struggle anymore, it's your job as a manager to make sure they keep going. It's not your job as a manager to rescue them from their discomfort. Yeah. It's your job to grab them by the scruff of their neck and saying, this is life. Get in there. And if you really hit a wall, and I'll know when you really do, then I'll help. But it's your job to not help them until they get to that point. Or said another way, it's your job to help them get to that point. It's the kind of hitting bottom. Because you know, we're, we all have a part of us that's like a government worker that was, was, wants to do the minimum possible to get by. And if you have help, if there's a resource called help nearby, then when things get hard, you'll just go, yo, help me, I'm having a hard time. And, and the person won't necessarily discern between whether that hard time is good for them or not. That's why personal trainers are so great. Personal trainer will say, you've got two more reps. But if it's just you, you'll stop at eight instead of going to 10. But the trainer says, no, you can do two more. I know you did. You did last time. Look, I've got it in black and white right here. Oh, and you do two more. Right. And so, like, is it useful in some, you know, to have someone who there as like an external self authority who will say, you can do this, you can do this? Sure. In some cases, we need to get there ourselves. Ideally, the personal trainer teaches you how to train yourself. Otherwise, you're forever dependent. You know, you could make an argument for outsourcing. That's fine. But that's the job. You have to see it's your job to not, sometimes it's your job to help. Sometimes it's your job to not help. I think the biggest step for me to get there would be then to just teach myself more patience, I guess, because that's the. The, the biggest thing I want to be done with the interaction, I feel like they're wasting my time. So I just, the quickest route out, I okay. take a shortcut. Maybe. Yeah. If it's, it's an efficiency thing. Yeah. I mean, for me, I don't see it as a patience thing for me. I mean, it could be that for you, but I, I just want to insert here what I think is like the, the biggest, um, I don't know what the word is, the, 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 the most significant value that will help drive this. And that is, Serving their highest good. Because when you give someone an answer too quickly like that, you're hurting them. You're stunting their growth. You're enabling them. You get to feel good. It's like a sugar high. You get to momentarily feel good like the rescuer. And they get to not have to worry about making a mistake. And everybody gets to just stay where they were. You get to be the expert and they get to be the helpless employee. And like to really look at that, isn't that kind of disgusting? That's how it looks to me. It's just weak and stagnant and everything stays the same and nobody grows. You don't go out of your comfort zone and ask hard questions. They don't go out of their comfort zone and, you know, try harder. And everything just stays the same. Meanwhile, everyone complains about how nothing changes and they wonder why. This is why. This dynamic right here is the cause of all mediocrity in the world. It's not going out of your comfort zone. 
oh, this is kind of uncomfortable. Will you help? Sure, I'll help because it's comfortable for me to help you. Here, have you tried this? Here, let me do it for you. Oh, thanks so much. Let's all go back to being the same weak people we are. That's what that is. The alternative is, this is kind of uncomfortable. Will you help? Actually, you know what? I won't. And let me tell you why. Because this form, while it's kind of a pain, I know you can do it. And I know that focus and perseverance and determination and follow through are big issues for you. And I want you to discover for yourself that you have greater qualities, greater indexes, indices of, of those qualities than you think. So when you're really at the end of your rope, give me a ring and maybe I'll help. But you're not there yet. Yeah. And they'll go, oh, this is hard, but thanks so much for seeing the bigger version of me. That's what creates excellence. I, I think this is another discomfort thing, another excuse that I'm making to myself, but... I'm thinking the reaction more commonly is not going to be Gristone is helping me be a better person. It's going to be Gristone such an asshole. And is there a, a way of framing these so that they understand better that I'm not just shoving it off of my plate by... Didn't I just I feel say like it? if I'm... If you say, I... I, I, guess, I I think you've got a follow-through issue and I want you to prove to yourself that you're capable of doing this. I could help you, but you know what? If I were helping you, I'd actually be hurting you. I want you to prove to yourself that you can do this. And so call me back when it's done and we'll high-five and celebrate how awesome you are. And you hang up the phone and they're thanking Greystone's an asshole. If that's the case, that's not your employee. They need to go. Okay. <laughs> right? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. If 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 you act like that, say those things and they're rubbed the wrong way by it, they're hopeless. Which is terrific. You just found out. They're hopeless. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. If you want to help the show grow, I'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcasts app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review. Or you can go to clearandopen.com slash review and it will bring you to the right place. If you're looking for more support on your journey, head over to clearandopen.com for even more tools, articles, and free resources. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.